0: Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Doug Fain along with you. I want to give you a special preface to this show today. You know, in the past uh, four or five years we've done this program, we've had guests that have passed away. Well, this past Monday, we had the subject of one of our shows uh, to die, and that was June Poor Lowry down in Wilmore. She was a schoolteacher. And uh, we did a program with her daughters a couple of years ago, all about Miss Lowry and her husband, Speck Lowry, as well. We want to replay that for you this morning in her memory. Uh, June Poor Lowry lived down in Wilmore. A great influence on many people, taught many people in the Jessamine County school system. And right now, here is that program. Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessman. Glad to have you on this Saturday morning as we continue down the road of learning about people, places, and things of Jessman County. Today we're going to talk about a couple who many people know for several reasons. One, because of the area of the county they lived in down the Wilmore area. Two, because uh, the lady of the house was a school teacher and, and the, the gentleman of the house was a farmer and did other things, too. So we're going to talk about today W.E., and I think that stands for William, if I'm correct, and June Poor Lowry. And we have this morning two of the three daughters. I think that's correct, isn't it? I have Billy, and I have Grace with me, and the third being Georgia. But we'll get more into the, the kids in just a moment. Welcome, and glad you're here.
1: Thank you. Nice to be here.
0: We are going to talk about mom and dad a little bit and the family as a whole, too. But I guess the best way to start is, is let's start with him. Tell us uh, how he got to be in this world, where he was born and to who and when and, and just some background on him. Now, let me ask you right off the bat. Well, how do you want me to refer to him in this program? The reason is he had a nickname.
1: Well, when he was eight years old, yeah, he had a lot of freckles. And they started calling him Speck.
0: And that's, and I never knew that. Mm-hmm. That's how he got the name. I'm from the freckles. So S-P-E-C-K. Uh-huh. And I guess everybody I ever knew called him that. Sure. That so, was, yeah. all right. So let's talk about William Edward Speck Lowry and it's spelled L W R Y. Is mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, I should probably say that daddy's family has been in this county for a really long time. Yeah. Um, the Lowrys, uh, John Lowry, came here in 1730. Wow! With his wife from Virginia, and their son Patrick was in the Virginia militia. Of course, Kentucky was still Virginia at that time,
0: right? Because and he when, was
1: in the Virginia militia in the 1750s.
0: And Kentucky, uh, <laughs> for those kids out there that hasn't been taught this yet, uh, wasn't even a Commonwealth till what 1792. 1792. So sixty years yes. before. Why did they come to this area? Do you know?
1: I do not know. Okay. Why. I do know that they stayed in this area down through the years. Uh, a lot of the Lowry families have been buried in the Lowry Cemetery, mm-hmm. which is a little block on South Lexington Avenue in between the seminary and the Presbyterian Church. Oh, okay. Uh, the Stone yeah. Okay. The stoned in area is the Lowry Family Cemetery. All right. Now, uh, at one time, probably in the, the later, after the Civil War, they, you know, they owned a lot of land around. Mm-hmm. They owned land from Handy Bend all the way to Wilmore. Wow! And all the way to Glasses Mill.
0: That's a big chunk. Huge chunk And chunk probably of land. could have been out of land grants. Maybe could that was been. issued because of military right. service and we things don't know. like that. Okay. But
1: uh, all this land was owned by an uncle, uh-huh. and he had no children. But there were six Lowry boys, brothers. There were also six half-brothers that were in the mix Mm -hmm. and one daughter. Mm -hmm. So the uncle took all this land and divided it up into farms and gave a farm to each of the boys and bought a house in town for the girl. Uh, Now, the the house he bought was the Hendron property. Many people know Virgil Mm Hendron, who was the custodian at Wilmore. For years. For years, years. That house was bought by the uncle for this Jane the right. sister the daughter the one daughter. So over time all the land around people talk about the John Lowry place or the you know different places mm-hmm. and the uh, in fact the farm that my grandparents bought and lived for most of their married life mm-hmm. and we gr- you know grew up our grandparents were there was a farm that touched the corner of the farm that Mother and Daddy owned, and that also was a Lowry farm at one time. Wow! The sad part of that story is that between the First World War and the big flu epidemic, most of those brothers were wiped out. Yeah. So yeah. we don't have a lot of close cousins on Daddy's mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. because so many because of them, of so many of them died. Many, you know, some without children.
0: All right, so they 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 end up here and they end up with a lot a lot of land over mm-hmm. there. I'm assuming the, the parcels uh, parcels that was given away eventually filtered down to your dad.
1: Okay, well yeah, he, and he, that's he,
0: the farm you right. all live live you grew up on. I guess and it was right. down around Andy's Bend, is that right? Well,
1: the Andy's Bend farm uh my grandparents lived. Yeah. And the corner of their farm touched the farm that, that belonged to, to to my dad. Yeah, okay. And it faces High Bridge Road.
0: Yes, okay. All right. Okay, so uh, that's the one with the big tree down at the. Is that the, is there a story about a tree that he planted?
1: Yes, with his. Yes. it was
0: his father okay. or grandfather
1: when he was a child. They planted an acre and they planted an oak tree yeah. in the front yard. Yeah, and in his later, I mean, the the, the tree grew and right. so did he. Right. Of course, the tree grew a lot more than he did. <laughs> but we have a picture of him yeah. standing next to the tree that he planted with his father when when, he was, little when he was a little boy
0: yeah now he so he grew up in wilmore all his life he yes. he was i'm sure did he, did he graduate from wilmore high
1: well that, did he get, uh, go
0: through all he, school he
1: did he uh, yeah. he went to wilmore high school yeah he was not a tall man at all, but he played basketball for three years Did for the Wilmore really? Bearcats. For now, the Bear And I was don't Coach think he Maxwell?
0: Was. No, it wouldn't have been Bill Maxwell. So that Bill, I'm no, not probably sure. Not. Okay.
1: I don't know. But, but I'm sure he was not the center because he was, <laughs> he was pretty short.
0: <laughs> but he gave it his all. That's he gave it a shot. Uh,
1: and then after he uh, graduated from high school— uh-huh. He has a story about working down uh, working at the the state fair the Kentucky State Fair and sleeping under the bleachers with some other boys from Wilmore who had gone down there <laughs> to work in the fair wow. and then uh after after graduating high school, he and another buddy went down to St Petersburg, Florida, and worked in the cafeteria down there for a few months, just really so those were kind of his big adventures before the war,
2: yeah
1: well now in forty two he you know got a notice to go to the war but his mother was dying of cancer and so he got a 30 day extension uh-huh. And she died during that time. Really? So uh, so he went to war two weeks after his mother died. Oh, my
0: gosh. Um, well, let's change gears for okay. a minute because eventually we're going to get these two together. Uh-huh. Go to your mom's side now. Okay. okay. Tell about when she was born and she okay. was a poor. Is that right? She
1: was a poor. Mm-hmm. So she was born in a house that stood where the Wilmore Water Tower stands.
0: Okay. Now.
1: Then her parents moved when she was about six or so down to a farm that was between Wilmore and Classes Mill Mm -hmm. in a big curve there. Mm -hmm. And she was telling a story about, uh, of course, uh, my grandfather was, let me back up. My grandfather was was big into horses, horse trader, you know, those kinds of things. And so we always had horses on the farm. Mm -hmm. So she tells a story about when she was about six and she was riding her grandfather's yellow mare down at this farm. And the horses in the next farm got to running, and so she thought maybe she was supposed to be running, too, and so they took off. Well, her horse got to going too fast, and so she reached up and grabbed a branch and swung out off the horse Mm. when she was six. Six. So (laughs) feisty when she was little. (laughs) Wow.
0: Wow. And, but, and, and was that way always?
1: I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still is some days. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, she, one thing she remembered from there, of course, that was down near the Wilmore Camp Meeting, and she yeah. remembered her her mother taking her to the camp meeting when she was a little
0: girl. So would she also have graduated from Wilmore High? She, um, or did they, yes, a lot, but a lot of the poor were over from around 33 in, okay, in Vers- right. Woodford County, okay. Right?
1: Her parents moved from that farm to what was at that time called the college farm, yeah, okay. And now it's okay, you know, all right, something else. But she went, so she started at Wilmore Elementary and then she went, yeah. to Pekin School, which is at the corner of 33 there, yes, and so she went up through eighth grade there, yeah, and then of course, uh, went to Wilmore High School.
0: Now, is that where she met your dad?
1: Well. With the farms touching, she always knew my dad. He was oh, okay. he was a few years older than she was, okay. and and she said their first date was a double date with uh, Bud and Waleen Brumfield, who were neighbors uh-huh. there, and they went to the theater in Nicholasville. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a you know a big date to go to the theater.
0: <laughs> so that's how it all. Started. So they saw
1: a movie, and that's how it started.
0: Now, when after she got out of high school, did she go on to college then? to okay. get her what teaching degree? I guess. Right.
1: Okay, she started. At Asbury, and she did three years there. Mm-hmm. And while she was doing that, of course, this, this was getting in into the, uh, the war years. And so they were having trouble finding a teacher. Well, she had been helping a lady named Miss Hinkle, who was a teacher at Wilmore High School. Mm-hmm. And she would go and help her grade her papers. And so when they couldn't find a teacher, they hired Mother on an emergency certificate with only three years of college to teach math. Okay. Well, you can imagine that she was teaching her contemporaries. I mean, they were three years younger, and she'd gone to school with them. Right. And so she has some stories about uh, uh, them quoting the verse about the poor always being with you (laughs) because she was a poor. (laughs) And she tells a story about being up she was a short woman you know small yes, anyway so yes, yes. many of her students were taller than yes. she was so she's up at the board and she's waving her hands and she's working and she feels both of her slip straps pop oh, and no. so one of her students begins to sing June is busting out all over, (laughs) which of course was a song of the day. (laughs) So she, she had to deal with some harassment being a, being a teacher. Well, she, she taught on that emergency certificate and continued teaching after that for years. Mm -hmm. And, It was not until 1962, with going through summer schools and Mm -hmm. those kinds of things, that she finally finished her degree. So it took her 22 years to get a teacher To get a regular degree. Yes.
0: And then how many years did she teach after that?
1: Well, she taught until 1981. Wow. She retired. And she stopped then because my uh, grandmother was not in good health. Yeah. And so she,
0: uh, long time member her well. I mm-hmm, remember her walking mm-hmm. into the uh, the pod they used yes. <laughs> to call it at, at Jessman Junior High, <laughs> uh-huh,
2: uh-huh.
0: which uh, is now, folks, uh, the village. And uh, back then it was a junior high, and and they had these pods, and each pod had the subject basically that you were going to learn. I remember you'd walk into that main door, and the first two rooms was the sixth grade. Math, seventh grade would be your middle two doors, eighth grade I think she taught did she eighth grade, wasn't
1: that? Um, yeah. yeah, she taught eighth grade math.
0: In that pod. So she she's a teacher and he is, is doing what when okay. they got together.
1: Uh when he came back from uh, from the war, of course his his mother was was gone and the year the last year he was in the war, his father also passed. Oh no. So he came home. To an older sister and the family farm. Yeah. Now his grandfather was still living there at the time, but he was he was older, and so instead of getting a job like many people coming out of the war did, you know, mm-hmm. and are going to college or any of that, Daddy took over the family farm. Mm. That was what people did. Mm-hmm. He was real. Cognizant of the heritage of his family yeah. and the long time, you know, the value of the land. Right, and so he took on the family farm, and he was a real reader, and so he self-educated yeah. himself. You know, he did not go on to college, mm-hmm. but he was a, he was a, a bright man, yeah. well well read. His father d- died. In October, and I think they married in December. It was, right. it was close after that.
0: Well, at some point in time, and I'm going to switch over to your sister here for a minute, Grace. At some point in time, I guess they decided it was it was time to start a family. So tell me about you kids uh, in order, uh, who came when, and and kind of uh, who's the uh, who's the oldest. Now, I'm gonna, if Georgia Ruth was here, she would be quick to tell me who was the oldest. I'm sure. <laughs> Which one is it?
2: Well, I am the oldest. You're the oldest. I was born in November of 49. Okay. Uh, Billy was born in May of 52, Mm -hmm. and then Georgia came along in September of 62. 62. Yeah,
0: big gap Uh there. So when you came along as the first child, he was farming, she was teaching. Yes. And that's what you, all of you, basically knew all of your lives. Yes. Yes. Did they lived in that same farm down there that, yes. that where he basically had grown up? Boy, I tell you what, you think about it. I don't know that there are many families in our county that can say that they can trace their their farm back as far as you all. I mean, that's quite a ways. Now, one thing I did want to ask before I get too far on to to you guys, she was a poor. Now, she she related to Boots Braden when Boots a poor.
2: Yes. Now uh, she was our grandfather Hansel Poor's sister. Okay. So she would have been our great aunt.
0: Great aunt, and then of course and she was a great aunt to everybody. Yes, she was. She's a ama- she's an amazing lady. And then of course Kurt Poor's family was all related right. to you also.
2: Now Kurt's father Clayton mm-hmm. was a brother. to okay. Hansel.
0: All right. And all right. Uh,
2: there's several brothers.
0: So Kurt and your mom and Boots were all first cousins.
2: No, no. Boots right. was their aunt.
0: Oh, Boots was an aunt that's uh, okay Kurt okay a first cousin. cousin. okay uh-huh. now tell us about yourself we'll, we'll start with you and then we'll go to billy and then georgia ruth Wh- what have you been doing with with all of your life since 1949
2: oh well <laughs> <laughs> i too graduated from uh wilmore elementary mm-hmm. jessman county high school asbury college mm-hmm. i became a teacher and i taught in uh, louisville and then i taught in mississippi and uh then I taught in Wilmore, and then back in Mississippi. Uh, different times, I've taught grades one through nine. Yeah. Now, my, from 82 on, I, I've been back in Jessamine County.
0: Did, uh, did you pretty much know growing up, I guess because of your mom, that that's what you wanted to do?
2: Well, when we were growing up, a woman who went to college, or well, a woman Became a teacher, a nurse, a secretary, yeah. Yeah. or a stay-at-home mom, which yeah. is certainly a full-time job,
0: For Sure, too. yeah.
2: But uh, there weren't all the options that uh, right. young women today yeah. would have. Had.
0: Yeah, and you're right. That was, and not. I'm not trying to sound sexist, but that was known as the women's jobs. That was. Although now, my wife's a nurse. There's as many male nurses, I guess, as there sure. are women and teachers and and all of those things now. And as many women doing what used to be male jobs mm-hmm. now, as there was. Yeah. So you were kind of limited. I guess, well, maybe not by choice, but that's the way it was back then. And
2: of the three, I certainly chose the one I was most suited for. I knew I didn't want to be a nurse.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's hard hard work.
2: Right, they're all hard in their own way, but that would not have been my strong.
0: So so you're you're 49 and then and then this one came along, Billy. Right. And you okay. have a little sister to pick on. Now, Billy was born when in 52. In 52. All right. So Billy, what kind of t- it was kind of like she did? You went into education also.
1: I did. I yeah. did. Uh, when I was little, I, did, I too thought I might be a nurse, but then I realized I really don't like the the sight of blood. Yes. Yeah. So that <laughs> was kind of off the yeah. table. Uh, I did start teaching at Warner. Elementary uh-huh, here uh-huh. in the county. Um, now was
0: that when it was the original Warner, right in the same building where the junior right, high it was, was? which it was now on the village.
1: Yeah, it was on the other side yes. of, of the junior high. I yes. Started there in seventy three, and uh,
0: for well, the, heck, that's when it opened, right? Uh,
1: it yeah. opened in seventy two. Yeah, okay. And I, I started got started yeah. there in seventy yeah. three, and uh, taught third grade for uh, seven years, and I taught four, five, six for a year because that was during the time that they mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. you know multi aging. And then all the years after that, until I retired, I taught, uh, or I was the librarian.
0: Yeah. Why did that come about?
1: Well, uh, when I went back to get a master's, of course, you're required to in some area. And I, uh, when we were kids and mother was teaching at Wilmore Elementary, the principal, Mr. Glass, Dan Glass, Mm -hmm. asked her if she would kind of take on getting the library organized, too, because at that time you had a room full of books, but we didn't have a Mm full-time person. So after school, after she'd done her schoolwork, she would go into the library and kind of get things organized there. So I remember curling up in you know in those those big old wooden cabinets with mm-hmm. a book. And mm-hmm. of course, you know we had all all of the the school library's books at sure. our disposal. Sure. So we both of us were always big yeah, readers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so becoming a librarian was a natural.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, so I did that.
0: Uh, that was quite a few years. It
1: was a long time. Uh, I, altogether, I taught. Well, I taught twenty seven years full time, and then I job shared yeah. my library job yeah. another
0: six. So, all right, Grace, I'm gonna hop back to you to talk about the baby. Now, you know, you guys, two girls. It was all your your life, and then ten years later, you're ten years old. You're about twelve. Mm-hmm. Mama has an announcement, <laughs> and here comes the third one. Tell us about Georgia.
2: We were surprised, yeah. but uh, she was enough younger where we didn't resent her, but we we really didn't get to know her until we yeah. all became adults. Yeah, uh, I was teaching fifth graders when she was a fifth grader. Yeah, and
0: so, so- it was almost like she had. Three mamas, kind of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you before, well,
2: and our grandmother okay. figured largely in our yeah. upbringing too.
0: But the 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 ten year difference, even though it doesn't sound like a long time, it is. There's nine years between my wife and I, and every mm-hmm. once in a while, it really doesn't make a lot of difference mm-hmm. until you get to talking about how you feel. I, I joke that you know she can't appreciate right now how i feel at my age and she won't because when she becomes my age i will be that much older and she i'll be at a whole nother level she'll never get to understand really where i'm at but yeah that 10 years so you guys kind of you had a little almost a little girl you had practice in raising her to a point i would suppose
2: well and if i could jump in one of the differences is in your memories. You, uh, mm-hmm. you know, We would remember where we were when man walked on the moon yes. and uh, when Kennedy was assassinated and, yes. and uh, historical and she memories. And I, I don't know about those two specific ones, but right. there would be just background information that we did not share.
0: What's Georgia been doing?
2: Georgia uh, also graduated from the Jasper County mm-hmm. Schools. Mm-hmm. She graduated from Asbury. She thought she wanted to be a teacher, but uh, she's been working at Fayette County Clerk's Office.
0: She's been there a long time, forever. She's. She probably is close to or over her retirement, mm-hmm. I would say.
2: She she yeah, yeah. Now she kept the nursery at the Nicholasville Christian Church for many years. So uh, yeah. uh, anybody who came up through the Nicholasville Christian Church probably had her at some point in the nursery
0: always very pleasant in high school i remember georgia was one of those t- we graduated together uh-huh. very personable very personable wasn't she still is. yeah wasn't boisterous at all just uh-huh. very nice wasn't not not real quite as a mouse but you know uh-huh. but just very nice and pleasant to be around I always appreciated georgia so you got the three girls now the farming goes on the teaching goes on so uh, we know that they did that basically all their lives i want to ask you about a couple of things that i particularly know about tell us about the circus oh wow yeah let's because you know there's a lot of people especially who live in wilmore and have for years can associate that with with your farm and your family so one of you tell us how that all came about
1: what was the year billy okay it came twice yeah uh, it, uh the Carson and Barnes Circus was uh, sponsored by the Wilmore Lions Club.
0: Which Speck was a member of for a long time, wasn't he? Was, uh, he, was he in the Lions Club?
1: He, he, Some. He was more into the American Legion. <sighs> That's right. That's what he was in. He. Uh, yeah, I he, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he joined there shortly after out of the war and was... Acted with it up until he died.
0: And a just side note on that. This is what I love about this program. <laughs> You're talking about memories. Every once in a while, it kicks one in my mind. Uh, in 1986, he was on the group that raised the money to build the Veterans Monument on the courthouse yard. I was very honored to be asked to, to lead that. And I, I still have a picture of us. Sitting in the courtroom, all of us guys, and he's in it, and they've got their hats on, their American Legion hats. Very active in that, and very supportive of well, that.
1: Actually, he was also active in the group that went to Frankfurt and and got it secured to have the veterans' nursing home in Jessamine County.
0: Now, yeah, that now that would have been oh gosh, that was the early, early 80s? Nine, uh, was nineties
1: was it early nineties? I'm not sure, but I, I know that yeah. that he was real instrumental with that, yeah. and then. As soon as it was built, he volunteered escorting patients to doctor's appointments and, and really? to the VA hospital and, and put over 2,000 hours in of volunteer hours Wow! and has his name on the plaque And you know because he was very active with that.
0: Boy, that was a great asset to come into oh, Wilmore, yeah. wasn't it? I remember Joe Bears was the representative mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. that time, Jeff. and uh, he covered part of Jessamine in Woodford County. And I remember when that came about, that was just... An amazing thing, and it was amazing that we were able to have it in our county and in Wilmore. Been a great, great oh, contribution God. to to this community.
1: And and one year, Daddy was uh, rode in the uh, Veterans Day
0: parade uh-huh. in
1: honor of, of his what service there, which is he was to, to do that. All
0: right, I got you off okay. track. Circus. All right.
1: The circus. In the early 80s, a couple of years, the One More Lions Club sponsored the Carson and Barnes Circus. Mm-hmm. It was a tent circus, five rings. <laughs> it was a big deal. They came. They rolled into town. The a- elephants
2: put the tents up. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, the old yes. time.
1: Old time. Like
0: you'd see in the movies.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. They came to our farm because Daddy had big open field space and he also had a big pond so they could water all the animals because in addition to the elephants and you know the horses and you know and they also had a menagerie of animals just to see Mm -hmm. you know so it was a big deal the schools sent busloads of kids out to watch them putting up the tent our kids were very small yeah and sat on the front porch and watched all day you know watch the elephants and all going up, and and of course, uh, one of the highlights for them was, was that they, uh, in addition to getting to see the, the circus. They also had elephant rides, and so they, some of them got to ride on the elephants. So Good. it was it was a, an exciting time. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess so. And you said it came back again. It
1: came. It was in eighty two, and again in eighty four. Wow,
0: and I'm, I bet he was proud to be. Able oh to, yeah, to have that there on the farm.
1: I still have a poster that he they had in their home that you know said the you know W e. Lowry Farm. Right. And he, was, he was very I'm very pleased. proud of that. Yeah.
0: You mentioned your kids. We something I forgot to ask you about. How many grandkids are there?
1: Okay. Well, I have one son, Jason. Uh-huh. He is the webmaster for the Lexington Public Libraries. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. And his wife, Heather, is also a Jessamine County girl, and, uh-huh. and she manages the practice for the Arthritis Center. And they have two children. Uh, Beverly is
2: 12, and Elias is one and a half. I had two daughters. My daughter, Betsy, mm-hmm. is currently a teacher at the CORE Academy in Lexington. Mm-hmm. And I lost my older daughter, Maggie, mm-hmm. uh, last year to cancer.
0: Yeah. Now, did they have kids? No. Okay. And Georgia didn't have any children. So you had two, you had one. There was three grandkids, Now, right? I
2: would like to mention I have three stepdaughters. Oh, yeah. And a total of seven uh, grandchildren okay. from yes. my stepdaughter. Yes,
0: yes. And they, mm-hmm. they, uh, yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. you count them, too. Cause yeah, absolutely. Just as much as, as the regular ones. All right. Le- at, at some point in time, then, Beck had some health problems, I guess. Let's talk he about did. that. He and-
1: did. He did. Uh, later on in life, he he developed problems with uh, kidney disease, kidney yeah. failure. Yeah. He was on dialysis for a number of years. Mother was, was very supportive and, and very constant she, she took him every trip she mm-hmm. sat in the waiting room through every dialysis and he was on dialysis for about six years. Yeah. Now one of the things that uh, I should say about my mother is she she's always busy and so how she filled her time when she was in the uh, waiting room, is she made bible puzzles
0: I was going to ask you about those because I have yeah. seen them I've been given them uh-huh. by her like a, like a almost like a crossword a fill in
1: right. crossword like, type uh, puzzle Mother mother is a woman of great faith Yes and always has been
0: Yeah
1: and when her world when she was so involved with daddy's you know she was not able to go and do yeah. so many of the things that she had done previously and so making these word search puzzles were Uh, her mission Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she enjoyed giving them out to people and talking to people about her faith through them. So that was kind of her ministry in in her later life. Now, early on she was very involved with giving people. I can remember uh, my grandfather, Hansel poor Mm -hmm. delighted in giving, you know, he was, he was a real people person. Mm -hmm. And one of the things he loved to do at Christmas was he gave out homemade candy and my grandmother and mother, spent hours and hours and hours making, you know, candy on on a marble, cream candy on a marble, you know, all that, and all different kinds, and he would take these plates of candy around everywhere. Well, then, when he passed, Mother continued that tradition. She made cinnamon rolls for people.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, her cinnamon rolls were legend, and then when she was not able to do that anymore, the next generation of that are her bible puzzles puzzle. and she continues to this day maybe.
0: i actually have walked into my office and found one laying on my desk where she had been there maybe i wasn't there and she had come in for some reason maybe get her driver's license and left one for me <laughs> or see her in the courthouse or something yeah right. how old was speck when he passed uh,
1: he was almost 92
0: almost and how old is she Can we she ask?
1: is 92 right now wow
0: and we found from good
1: genes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. 92 and she's mm-hmm. 92. Let me ask you both a question, and, and I'm going to ask you this about each of them. And I don't care who answers first, and you may have different answers. One word describes Speck Lowry. How, let me ask you this. Let me ask it a different way first. What's a word you think he would want to be remembered as? then what word would you describe him as?
1: Well, I, I knew you were going to ask this because <laughs> I, I listened to you your heard show. You heard my show. Um, I think daddy was determined. Yeah. He, uh, he came back to circumstances that probably were not his first choice, yeah. but he respected his heritage and he was determined to continue with the tradition of his family. Mm-hmm. And so from that, I think he was determined. Now, what I would say about him is living in a house full of women, he was pretty quiet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he had
1: no choice. Now now he had a dry wit and if you got him talking yeah. he he could tell some tales.
0: Yeah.
2: And he was very bright, but he was pretty quiet when yeah. he was at home.
0: <laughs> what about you, Grace?
2: Well, to that, I'd like to say that he got his conversational fix at the uh, the men's coffee club, which met at Fitch's for oh, many yeah, years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and in the earlier trips, I think even though war was a terrible thing, I think he enjoyed the camaraderie sure. of, oh, yeah. of being with a group of like-minded young men.
0: And you know, I guess, and I've and I not been in the military, but mm-hmm. I would assume military is much like... What I hear about police and fire—it's it's a brotherhood, and yes. you know, once in, you're connected, yes, in, for your life, mm-hmm. and and yeah, just to have those common experiences that maybe you really don't feel comfortable even talking to anybody else mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you can with them Oh, the stories that i'm sure could be told about conversations at Fitch's, and, and i don't know if he hung out at like a, at clay's tanker sleeves or or the hardware story anywhere like that but i'd say he could tell a lot of stories about things that that were said and done at some of those places for sure
2: now he was considered the wise old man of the group. Mm, yeah. I'm sure he didn't do take center stage, but yeah. uh, when
0: he spoke, they listened. They listen. Oh, you start with your mom. How, how do you think she, in a word or two, would want to be remembered by this community?
2: I think devotion really serves to describe her, and I've got to admit that was <clears throat> Billy's word because we talked about this in the car. <laughs> but... She was and is very devoted to mm-hmm. her family, and even more than that, she's very devoted to God. And yeah. her, what she would most want is to be able to share that devotion with yeah. those she meets.
0: Is that is that how you would describe her as a mom too, or is yes, it
2: a, she is she uh, really wanted what was best for us yeah. and did everything in her power. To, to help us find that.
0: And since you all talked about it, I'm assuming that's that's what you would say, too. Yeah, yeah. and
1: I'd also say she was a worker. Yeah. She, she was, yeah. I, I mean, I can remember, you know, in addition to teaching, and it, uh, she was very involved with my grandparents and was always down mm-hmm. there and helping with that and, and often had a second job. I know she was a bookkeeper at the sewing factory in Wilmore back when it was, Really? Still in the t- upstairs of the City Hall building. Yeah. That, that, that was yep.
0: prior to being oh, to Coco. Right, back, yeah. right. In fact, and, and, in fact, just last week, we did a program. <laughs> it's funny how this all ties together on uh, Roger and Mildred Williams, who Mildred was a supervisor at that right. same sewing factory uh-huh. for years. They probably may have worked together. Probably. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, she was always busy. She was never one yeah. to sit down and watch TV and, you know, nod off. She was always
2: busy. To this day, it's hard for her to just sit. Oh, I'm, She yeah, has right. to be busy. Right, That's more challenging. Now. Of course,
0: I was uh, honored to, to know them both. And I remember your dad, as you, as you said, you nailed that when you said that, you know, being quiet. But when he said something... You listened because he meant it. I mean, he he was very thoughtful about what he said, and he was very serious about it. Very pleasant guy, always to me. And, of course, your mom. You know, there are still people today who, when we discuss school, it's funny how it takes age to appreciate what you had. And uh, people that and I never had her as a teacher, but I knew her. But the students that I can remember that I that I would school with, that in discussions it'll come up about teachers, and they always have great memories of your mom teaching. She them. was really ahead
1: of her time in some way. She was she was very devoted to her students, mm-hmm. and she really believed in individualizing for students, yeah. which was was you know that was new. not the style right. at that time. Right, but she, I can remember as a child, you know. That you you get a new textbook and she'd go through and tear out the old ones and these talks about fractions and these talk about yep. decimals. and, oh, you're having trouble with fractions? Here, try, do, you know. Yeah. Very, very student-oriented at a time that was not yet there for education.
2: And she believed that everybody... Could learn, and mm-hmm. she really encouraged, as she says, the shy ones mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. feel free to ask questions. Yeah,
0: well, I can tell you that that I certainly appreciated uh, them knowing your dad and knowing her, and I know a lot of people in Wilmore do too, and we. Uh appreciate you all putting this on record for us as we kind of preserve the history of different people in our community uh wish her well for us if you will pass along our best wishes and thank you so much for coming in and and sharing these stories about uh w e we call him speck lovingly as i never knew about the freckles and i'm glad to learn that and uh and i've I've actually heard her referred to as mama june Mm -hmm. lowry from wilmore thank you both Thank you. Thank you. My thanks to Billy and Grace for coming in and sharing about their family and what it has meant to our community. We appreciate you coming in every Saturday morning also and sharing in all things Jessamine. Hope you'll come back next Saturday at 11 when we'll do it again. And also tune in to my regular show every weekday morning from 6 to 8 right here on Jess FM 105.9.